Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 20 by 20 podcast. We are your hosts, Nathan McFly. With Mr. Shice. SM2. Nelfie Dangerously. And this is episode 56. Shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah, man. Yo, AEW done started something. AEW. <laughs> Yo, why Moxley ain't bring back the shield, though? <laughs> nah, he's definitely moving on to greener pastures. So what up, fellas? Whatever hey, was salivating at the mouth. What what are the key phrases can I use for for Nathan? What else does he say? Good God Almighty! <laughs> and shout out to Kofi. <laughs> Alright. I'll take that one. Keeping WWE alive. <laughs> That was nice, guys. Yeah. How about how about yeah. shout out to the perfect ten, Sean Spears, for making his debut and everybody forgot. Oh. <laughs> everybody seemed to forget that he made his debut on AEW. Maybe, also. maybe, maybe uh, and it's faded away. Maybe like somebody that. was right about that then. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, fellas, man? What's up, man? A whole new week. What up? What up? What up? Nothing, man. Just ready to ready to get into this build. Ready to start talking about this AEW. I'm, I'm excited to talk about this. Yeah. I mean, it was a really exciting pay-per-view event. And not so exciting Monday and Tuesday. But we'll get into that. Uh, shout out to the True Heels and the Jabberteers for throwing an awesome viewing party at Legends that me and LP Dangerously had went to. Pretty fire. Yeah, facts. It was hey, dope. It was dope. Everybody seemed to know what uh, 20 by 20 podcast was t-shirt was out in full effect you know what I'm saying unfortunately I, I know I was scheduled to sign autographs in Spanish at that event but uh I couldn't make it but I'll be that I'll be at the next one shout out to the Jabba Tears in Spanglish <laughs> yeah I couldn't make gracias it for everything I was Woodrow Shice, what's up, man? Yo, by the way, happy birthday, my brother. Oh, thank you. Oh, shit. Happy birthday, man. Thank happy you very much. Happy birthday. You celebrate birthdays, bro? Uh, yeah. No half birthdays, but full birthdays. Full birthdays. <laughs> full birthdays? But look, seriously, happy birthday, man. Thank you Another 365 much. under the sun. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. put no posts out there because I know you don't like showing your face. Mm. All good. Next time we'll catch you with a luchador mask. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Lucci's best friend. Bitch. Nobody know that. Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> so, fellas. Let's just get right into it, man. There's a lot to talk about, and we got the time. We got the time today. AEW hosted their inaugural event, Double or Nothing. Had a whole lot of hype running into it. And it seemed like it delivered, especially towards the end with uh, impactful and surprising 
debut of John Moxley, aka Dean Ambrose. Fellas, general opinion on the event. Shice, talk to me. Man, I thought it was a solid event. Um, a little slow start, but then as a few matches went by, it got better and better and better. The matches with the Young Bucks and the and the Luchadors was awesome. You mean the Lucha Bros? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it wasn't moving to the Ray from '98, nah, bro. It's Pentagon. That's my guy. Yeah, man. Um, nah, nah. That match was really dope. Yeah, though. That, that was, match was that dope. That was dope again. Um, that was dope. The emotional match between Cody and Dustin was awesome. Okay. The Kenny match was awesome. The Kenny and um, Jericho. Jericho match. And so, yo, so honestly, I didn't, I didn't expect um, John Moxley to come out during during that at the end. I don't I think anybody expected that. But out of all matches, I would have not thought it would have been the Chris Jericho one. You know. All right. But I'm glad it was. And I'm happy for him, bro. I'm really happy. I'm happy where the direction of AEW is going. And I hope to make me eat my words when I said they're going to be a, a flop mean, this year. It's a great start. It's a great start. You know what I mean? And another thing, what did you think about like the whole theatrics of the event? Like the setting and... Just how everything was presented, you know, at least for the for the people watching from home or watching from a viewing party, whatever it may be. Like, what what you thought about it? What you thought about the display, Woodrow? I mean, as far as the setup, it did give me WCW vibes. Mm. I know LP is gonna come on and call this pay per view a glorified Nitro <laughs> episode of Nitro. Don't take like, the words out the man's mouth. Nah, he was speaking on this earlier, but I mean, honestly, like, just the way they had that set up was good. I mean, it was straight to the point. There was no crazy, like, pyro fucking shit going off. Nothing crazy, like. But I I seen that the pyro really, really pleased the fans, though. Like, even, like, the pyro they did have. For certain, for certain entrances, it really pleased the fans. But it wasn't nothing over the top. No, it wasn't over the top. Definitely not. Like. And what was going on in the ring, I just think outshined everything to me. Like, it was so refreshing to see, like, good wrestling like that. Yeah. You know, and maybe because I'm not super caught up in, in the whole indie scene. Because you're a noob. Call me a noob. Call me whatever you want. But my perception on that event just showed that there's really, there's still good wrestling out there. Uh-huh. Not sugar-coated. Not, like. Dudes are scary in the ring, and they're doing the same moves over and over. Like these dudes were like being really innovative and high flying, and like you know they were showing their strength, they were showing their agility. Like it was, it was a lot going on in there. So you know, I was just really impressed with just like the wrestling overall and just like the event overall. From you know, I don't want to get into. I don't know if we're gonna go through every single match. How you no, gonna I, do? I, I, I'll be honest. We're not gonna go through every single match. I think it's best just to highlight what really stood out and so in our eyes in the event. Honestly, the best match for me was the best friends versus yes. Jack Evans and Angelico. Yes. To yeah. me, that was the best match. That was awesome. That was a good match. That was a good. Time. I'll match say this: 
Yeah, it was probably a slept on match. Nobody, I mean, the people that follow Jack Evans and Angelico were waiting for that because they know they had that type of ability in them. They haven't tagged for a while. It's been a while since they tagged, so a lot of their moves seem for singles wrestlers. Like it looked like they were just getting their, you know, their, you know, their moves in and all that. And then a lot of the stuff that the best friends did looked more. Yeah, and I think that together. was I think that was one of the big differences for me. Like watching tag team in WWE. Yeah, they don't do a lot of moves together. They don't There's not do a lot a, of tag teams that do that. They don't do a lot of like two man moves. Nah. And I think, like, the two-man moves that these dudes was pulling off, Jack Evans and uh, the other dude. Angelico. Show. It was fire. It was fire. The good, the, the, the good, um, the best, best friends, friends, they were fire. Shout out to the good brothers. Yeah, I wanted to call them good brothers. <laughs> <laughs> but the best, the best friends. friends was fire. The BFs was fire, so. The BFs. <laughs> 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 So, LP, what stood out to you in this event, man? I'm new banana. Yo, actually... You know, I like the entrance that they had, first off. Like, two tunnels. I was trying to figure out, like... It was it was a, a unique setup. Yeah, you definitely know, was. Are we going to see, like, heels come out through one and, like, you know, the faces come out through the other, or... Like, how is it going to work? But it, it, it was different, though. It was yeah. cool, you know? Uh, seeing Moxley there was dope. Seeing seeing my boy uh, Orange Cassidy there yeah. and uh, Battle Royale, that was fun. That was fun. I didn't I didn't see the, the Battle Royale. Yo, how, how did he do it? He, he was just did his thing where he does, like, the light taps. Yeah, he's doing the, the light combo. Kick. Yeah. How did it go over? <laughs> it went over. It went over, but... um. I forgot who threw him out. Oh, uh, man. What the... Hardcore legend. He, he owns House of Hardcore. Oh, Tommy, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, that's Wait, right. So Tommy Dreamer was in it? Yeah. Tommy Dreamer was in He it. looked very, like, mad about the whole aura of Orange Cassidy. <laughs> that he just punched him in the face and threw him out. That's all right. That dude's going to be dope. Right? Huh? Had a page on that? Yeah, Adam Page yeah, one day. He, he came was, out number twenty one. Yeah, he was the surprise entrant. He was the wild quote boy. unquote surprise entrant. No, they call him the, what? What they call him? The, the ace in the hole. Some, they use some yeah. uh, some casino reference. Casino term. They try. Yeah. They try to use like his injury. Like he, if he wasn't gonna come yeah. out, I was like, come on, come on. You know what was dope? Yeah, you know what I think really like pissed off Tommy Dreamer when he punched Orange Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy got right back up. He, he did the Shawn Michaels. Yeah, with no hands. With yeah, no hands. Hands in the pocket. Hands, hands, in, the yeah. pocket. hands <laughs> in the pocket the whole time, right? Hands in the pocket the whole oh time looking as wavy as shit. That's fucking dope. <laughs> Yo, I think that really pissed him off. Like, yeah. He, he, he really it, wasn't with that. Yeah, he wasn't there for no more than 30 seconds, honestly. Yeah, man. Uh, Orange, Orange Cassidy. Cassidy. That's uh, what he needed, though. Uh, Adam Page won it, though. Yeah. You know, that was dope. I mean, when, once you've seen him come out as... You know the the surprise entrant. You you already knew he was winning it. Yeah, yeah. You know it, it was it was written in, it was written in the in the sand as they would say. Nah, I heard at first they had Tommy Dreamer winning. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 this fucking guy. 
But uh, what was your favorite match of the whole night? Uh, I'm going to go with Jericho and Kenny Omega. Because I haven't seen Kenny match. wrestle in a, a while. Match. Yeah. And watching Jericho wrestle is always fun. You know? And he... He, and he uh, is. The dude, he he uh, debutted the new elbow strike. Yo, did we? Oh, <laughs> he did the Andrade. Yeah. 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 Did we do predictions for that? Yeah, we did. We did do predictions. We for that. really did it. We just talked about the matches. Oh yeah, that's true too. We, we, all we were doing was talking about the matches, and we we're like, yeah, we think this person will win, but we didn't really go in, mm-hmm. you know. Nah, but yeah, that was that was a good match. That was definitely one of my favorites. <laughs> Match. That best friends versus uh, Jack Evans and Angelico match. Yeah, that was, that was good. That was the dope. Lucha Bros and Young Bucks. Always fun seeing the Young Bucks. You said Lucha Bros and uh, Young Bucks was your favorite Miedo. match, right? Miedo. Yeah. Right? That shit is fire. Yeah. To me, oh, damn. That shit is fire. Yeah. No, that, when he does that and then the whole crowd is behind it. I said Miedo's fire. Like, and he, he, he doesn't talk no English. The only one that does... Any of the promo talk for them is his Yo, brother Phoenix. How did how did uh how did your man's do? Um, Sunny Sunny Black, Sunny Kiss. Actually, that's your man's. <laughs> if you're talking about him, <laughs> how your man's do? Did he? Did Yo, he, we were like, we, we Yo, did he hit anybody with that? <laughs> Yeah, I just want to see who we do that to. So, yeah, this is going to be crazy. I, we got there like halfway through the Battle Royal. Yeah. So we didn't, we didn't see most of it. He was already gone. It's a nasty move, bro. Yeah, we ain't got to see him. Twerks in your face? Yeah, that shit is a nasty move. I just want... Yo, we do that shit to like a nigga like... Like... The Glacier? <laughs> <laughs> you would have hit Glacier with the ass? <laughs> Yeah, that shit would have been funny. Yo, that would have been funny. <laughs> yeah, that's the nastiest move in wrestling, yo. Yo, bro. Yo, but that, that was like, that's like a more acrobatic version of Rikishi's move, bro. Shit. <laughs> Rikishi oh, would yeah. just sit on your face, bro. Yeah. yeah, and he used to wear like a fucking... He used to wear, he used to wear, <laughs> he used to wear a shape. He used to wear Yo, straight booty son. shorts. Yes. Yeah, no, he had, he had the. He had Yo, the sumo. He looked like fucking Britney Renner, son. He looked like. My son had the Britney Renner shorts. With the fucking Sully. With the yeeks out. With the Sully for everybody to see. Nah, he used to do that on purpose, son. Why his niggas faces, bro? I'm about to Google Rashi, uh, Rashiki Yeeks. Yeah, Rikishi Yeeks. I mean, Rikishi Yeeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, he made him half Japanese, half black real quick. Rikishi Yeeks. <laughs> Yo, I got Yo, a question, though. They should have just called that move the pink eye. How do y'all feel about the title? being introduced. Yo, the title looked dope. It looks dope, but then again, the first thing I told you when we seen that, I was like, yo, it gave me straight New Japan, IWGP mixed in with the ROH title. Like, it gave me those type of vibes when I first saw that shit. It's the same thing, like, with the with the whole, like, design, how it had, like, um... The blocky letters in the front of it. Yeah, like the blocky a... letters in the front, and then, like, the plates. The plates had, like, this, this, like, you know, like, this cloud 
uh, expanding out. Yeah, you know, like I was like, oh, I was like, looks like New Japan, but wait, kind of also looks like ROH. I, I yeah, I I wasn't too much of a fan of the. It's still it's still a really good looking belt though. It's all right. It's all right. It's a good looking belt. They, they could have done without the blocky lettering. I kind of wish they had it on the plate, but like engraved into the plate, like well, not as like. Not Popping out? Yeah, not popping out like that. That's a little too uh, uh, tacky. <laughs> but besides that, I was just like, all right, you know, I'm ready to watch a championship title for this awesome peak review that we're getting, and we didn't get a title match. It's we we gonna got happen in a future date. We yeah, but we got a title match for a Triple A tag thought, team title. I thought it was gonna be there. Uh, I it nah, it was for they said they said it. Um, it was like couple of days before the event it was for a future date which i think kind of works to their advantage because when they have that first tv show why not put their first world heavyweight championship on national television for everyone to see what defense yeah no not defense just to crown the first aew ch uh, champion so it's gonna be page forward. versus page versus jericho, jericho. yeah so you think they're gonna hold the title defense till they debut on TV? I think so. It's a good idea. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they can't do it for that fighter fest thing because I, I don't even know if it's if it's streamable. I don't. I think it's just a live show or something like that they're doing. Mm. I, I don't think it's another pay per view event that they're doing. I mean, if it is, what's the story behind? No, Cody. Yeah, exactly. What's the story behind Cody and Dustin fighting the Young Bucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that's what I was thinking, man. But definitely, seeing WWE dogs, they're not gonna air everything. What do you mean? Like you know, they still have like regular house shows. Like it's almost like WWE airs. You know, they got they got a network, so they they put everything on TV. Yeah, but they don't put all their house shows on TV. I don't know. But you seen that they was taking shots at. Fighter Island? What is a fire? Uh, yeah, because with that fi fighter festival. With the fire island. It's like with fire the, island or fire fest. It's fire like fest. Fest. Fire, fire fest. fest. There we go. It's like the same font and everything. Yeah. And they did the same thing. When they first announced it, they put a, a, a color block. Just like how they had the orange color block. Yeah. That's what they did to first announce it. That's so pretty, uh, pretty smart. How about all those jabs they took at WWE through the event? What were, your, what were your takes on Cody Rose smashing the throne? That might come back to bite him in the ass. Ooh. In what way? Like, how? Because right now, WWE has to answer, you don't think? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I don't think, I, like, <laughs> watch his shades right now, I can't think. <laughs> Pause. Honestly, I don't think WWE is eyeing them as real competition. They're not on TV yet. They're nice, not settled yeah, in. Yeah. You know, they don't know what they have to televise on a weekly basis. So it's just like they're just gonna they're they're gonna just write out what they have written and then rework just like what they did last week. What we heard on the rumblings. That they like changed it up even on the show. They were still rewriting the show, like 
They're gonna continue a run like that until AEW's finally on TV. Like giving, on next. Yeah, you know, giving them that real competition. The viewership was what, like five hundred thousand viewers or something like that. Well, on, on pay per view. On, on buy, yeah, now, on buys. They're saying pretty good. Two hundred thousand buys. Two hundred thousand buys. Which isn't bad. It's not bad. It's really Especially good because that's that's people streaming and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. People are getting together, watching wrestling events, putting in the money. You know, it seems bucks. like a lot of money. Yeah, but then the. There's people that got a membership to the WWE Network. So it's like... <laughs> Yo, Shice is just like moving all crazy. Yo, what's up with you? <laughs> Are you Yo, doing DDP I'm, yoga on the low? You feeling boxed in, my nigga? I just want to sit comfortably. <laughs> <laughs> This guy over here looking like he's doing DDP yoga. Shit. <laughs> 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 had his foot over the table, just had me knocked. Yo, he was like, like, I was just like, what are you doing, dog? It's like, <laughs> yo, we just, just need try, to, yo, that ass, we need to put noise. a Go, GoPro somewhere around here and just <laughs> record everything that goes down, bro. Oh, man. Oh, and then, you know, just blur his face. <laughs> No, but Yo, yeah. But I, let me ask you guys this. Shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> what level of excitement, or even like just being surprised of John Moxley actually debuting at AEW's Double or Nothing? Because to be honest, I was I was pretty surprised because the way he had that send off with WWE. It's like they thought he was coming back. Like, ah, oh, he'll be back. You know, he's just gonna, he's just gonna go out there, do a couple of shows, whatever. He'll be back. He'll be back. And the first thing that came into mind, even though it's like in a different situation, was Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero got released by WWE before he became champ because he had a substance abuse problem. So he went through all the indies, going crazy. This is when like ROH first started up and everything doing matches for these guys in Elks Lodge, going into the gyms and all that stuff. What was uh, Eddie Guerrero doing? Shea Manteca? Oh, no. It wasn't the Manteca. It wasn't the Manteca. It what was, was the Manteca, but it never come back. No, he was doing a lot of coke, supposedly. Oh, shit. Coke and pills. Oh, wow. Supposedly. But, um... Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. A Latino Heat, man. But, you know, he came back, had a great run, got to be world champ. Not even just world champ, but WWE champion when he came back. So I, I was thinking, I was like, maybe, my, you know, maybe Ambrose is just going to go out there through the Indies, come back. But then I see him just come out of nowhere towards the end of the match. Like, that, that shit was just, like, very surprising for me, man. How about you guys? Definitely surprised. Yeah? Yeah, like I said, I didn't expect him to come out during that match. You know, like, and him to do that and and DDT both of these dudes and, and fuck up Kenny Omega. That was pretty pretty cool. Dude, that, that dirty deeds off of the chips, like when he when he climbed up to like that big, that big bottle of like stacks of chips they had, and he just, it looked like he sunned both of them. Yeah, like it He worked. sunned Jericho... And Omega was like, yo, my man, so I'm here. Y'all niggas is ass, and I'm going to show you how. At first, when I saw him going down to the ring, I was like, yo, 
Is he gonna try to form the shield with Omega and Jericho's? <laughs> but then he just started whipping niggas' asses, and I was like, yeah. It's pretty fire. LP. It's a good push. That no, was good. It was good. His entrance and everything, it was fun. It was fun. You finally got to see Dean Ambrose versus Kenny for like a real quick second. You yeah, know? it felt. Because he already felt, had beef with Jericho, him and Jericho did. Yeah, it felt new. It felt yeah, fresh, you know? Exactly. So him, go, him going at it with Kenny, when he first tried to attack and Kenny punched him back and yeah. they started going at it, like, that was cool. That was like, oh, nice. Like, it, it, Kenny didn't just go down. He's fighting it out. And they took it out to the the, the dominoes and everything. And that was, it, it was tough, cool. man. It was a that cool, was tough. cool little ending. But um, Jericho actually had the first interview with Dean Ambrose after leaving WWE and signing with AEW. He said a lot within that interview. A lot being said, a lot being said about Vince McMahon, how to me it seemed like he was saying that Vince McMahon is just stubborn and he doesn't change for nobody and everything gotta run his way. To the point where like he said at one point he was like, you know, if I can't contribute to towards my character, the person I'm trying to portray, you're just gonna give me lines to say and that's it, bada boom, bada bing. He's like, Why don't you just hire actors to do this for you? Like, why are you gonna have professional wrestlers do this? Yeah, true. True, because it feels awkward when they're saying it. When they're like, kind of like, when they know it's trip. wrong. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, it's not going to pop. It's not going to work. And he said there was a line that he wanted him to say about Roman Reigns while he was battling cancer. And he vehemently said, I'm not saying this. He's like, I'm not going to do it. And Vince was like, Oh, if you feel so certain way about it, we'll take it out. He's like, Yeah. He's like, Take it out. And he said that it was so bad that he didn't even want to say it on the air when he was recording with Jericho. He told Jericho, like, well, when we're off the air, I'll let you know what they wanted me to say. Yeah. This is a lot of stuff that people have been saying for the past few years that regardless of anything that's being scripted or said, it's going to run through Vince. If Vince don't like, he's going to change it himself, and that's what's going to be put onto the product. And before the, the podcast ended, he said the way... Creative is constructed through WWE sucks. Basura. He said, whatever Vince McMahon is doing, it sucks, and I'm going to prove it that it sucks. He's like, what we're doing right now in AEW, we're going to prove that what they're doing over there sucks, and it can be contested. So, fellas, what do you think about John Moxley's words? Mind you, he also said he was very appreciative of his of his time there because he learned a lot. I mean, you're always going to learn a lot if you're, if you're rolling with the biggest company for eight years. For sure. <clears throat> I, you know, what he said was on point. Um, I, you know, I think he was ranting a little too much, but I guess he was just trying to let, you know, that that tension that he'd been holding out, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy for him, bro. He's, he's a dude that broke out of them chains. And and he now right. and and now's on the other side, and everybody that um, is in the WWE now is like a wake up call for them. Like, yeah, we heard of AEW. Yeah, all right, some guys went over there. Cody's having a blast, you know, success. But now, like, Dean's over there. Like we were just we were just on the road with him a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dean's over there now. I was my man's in him. 
this shit just got fucking real. This shit? This, this right here now is attraction. This right here is now now opening eyes to the to the WWE fans, quote-unquote. You know opening, what I'm saying? Yeah, they're opening and like, their Yo, eyes to the world on yeah. how the shit goes down. That's why I was like, damn, like... Yo, he really, really just exposed the way they maneuver there to the point where it could turn off the, other people they want to try to sign. The the shield. Or turn off these people that have their contracts coming up right now. I mean, it's like any other job, bro. You could be disgruntled with your position and how shit is being ran. And I feel like what he was saying was... And I respect it, too, because he was like, yo, what the fuck? Vince is going to give me money? He thinks he's the million-dollar man. Yeah, he's, he, he's just going to come with me with some money, offer me. Like, yo, my mom's house is paid for. Yep. My house is paid for. My truck is paid for. What else do I need? And that's that's a, that's someone that is about the sport and is like, yo, like, I want to be more creative in my sport and I want to I wanna take myself to the next level. Yeah. And there was too much suppression in WWE. Of course, which is fine. Like, like he was saying, like it's a mental dream. Vince had, he surrounded himself with writers, producers, where you couldn't really get to him, and they weren't approving. Like a lot of wrestlers, like wanted to do their thing, but at the end of the day, like that's good for him, and it worked for him. A lot of people aren't gonna have that opportunity. They're not yeah. gonna let just anybody end their show, yeah, and fuck up Jericho and Omega. Like, they really are believing in this dude. And they gave him a crazy contract, like you were saying, so. I mean, he gets to work outside dates, international was big. dates. It's a good move for him, man. Yeah, he has two separate contracts with AEW and New Japan. Yeah, that, yeah that, so. that's a, that's amazing. And then within those two contracts, he can still work indie dates. And that's what he's going to do. He dope. got an indie date coming up in Poughkeepsie, New York. Well, uh, I think they're called NEW, Northeast Wrestling. And he's facing Pentagon. Um, he's facing Pentagon out there. It's pretty dope. Yo, isn't he facing Joey Janela at that fire? At the at the, fi- at the uh, fighter fest, yeah. He's facing Joey Janela. Like these are all fresh matches, so, stuff that people wanted to see and thought about seeing, but wondering when they were gonna see it. And now they know that it's possible, and they're gonna see it. Yo, it's not only good for Dean um, Moxley. It's <laughs> also good for. AEW, it's good for New Japan, it's good for them because he's a name, just like Chris Jericho's a name. Yep. You know, he's like the guy from WWE that was in the Shield, sold mad gear, like famous guys from the yeah, Shield. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people know this who is fuck a he name is. now. Like this is a name in your roster. Yo, you know, you know what's dope about Promote. this? About John Moxley being in New Japan. I feel like he ran with, the, like, he wanted that name, Death Rider. Yeah. Like, he picked that. He's like, yo, I want to be this type of character. I just broke out of jail. You know, I just broke away from the company. I'm, my chains are loose. This is me. I want to see him as Death Rider against Minoru Suzuki. Yes. Those matches are yes. going to be fire. That's going to be fire. That's going to be it. That's going to be fire. Him and Gato. Yo, how about him versus Ishii? Ishii, come on. Like, yeah, come he's on. always talking about wanting to go to New Japan. Yeah, he's always he's talking about wanting to go to Japan. Like, that, he's he's into right. that shit. Exactly. He's man. into that shit. Yeah, he bro. was talking about how he's a wrestling fan. And, yeah, like, you know, he's like, he's, like, he's like a next-level wrestling fan. So doing shit like this, he knows it's good for the sport. It's good for and him. And he knows it's what fans want to see. But you know what's funny is that 
fans and all these other websites, as soon as they seen him on AEW the next day, they're like, we all should have known. Because during that that segment that they had, they had that interview with Michael Cole for the last ride bullshit they did with the Shield. Yeah. The last thing he said, he's like, yo, I walked into the casino eight years ago, now I'm cashing all my chips. And he's like, oh, we should have we should have known he was going to AEW. Because their whole thing had to do like with a casino thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, damn, should have we have known? Because even he said through the... Through the podcast, he's like, I didn't know where I was going. He's like, I just wanted to go through the Indies, do my own thing. Yeah, he could. They came. I mean, Tony Khan says that he came to them, but then he's like, Yo, you know, like I talked to you, meaning Jericho, and then you know, you you plugged me in with Tony Khan, and then we went from there. He's like, It wasn't even all about money. We didn't talk about money when we first met up. That was just happening when I was signing a contract. That's when we talked about money. Now, like like you guys were saying, he has a creative control on his character alone, on what he wants to do with it, and it's gonna turn into something that we would have wished to see in WWE. But now we're still gonna get to see, regardless, on a nationally broadcast channel, which is gonna be fucking phenomenal, man. Yeah, I hope he beats fucking Juice Robinson, man. I really do. That'd be for awesome. The U.S. title for that U.S. title. That'd be awesome too. Really that would be awesome. Yeah, uh, Juice Robinson gets loved out there. Yeah, I know, but the He's fake like, Macho Man stuff gotta go, bro. They love that shit. They love that retro look for an, a foreigner, bro. Yeah, but like, dude, you ain't love Macho that. Man, bro. Stop being Macho Man. And then he's trying to be Macho Man. Is that the Macho Man? He's trying to be the 1993 Macho Man. When Macho Man came through with the Runtalan hat, bro. Yeah, man. New Japan knows when it comes down to. As you want to call it, guy jeans coming from the WWE, yeah. they know that's money. Hell yeah! They know that's money, and to have a guy like that as their U.S. champion, that's going to be more views, like maybe eight hundred thousand views. <laughs> but it's it's attraction, son, and it's going down. Definitely, but yo, shout out to Jonathan Good, who is John Moxley. Shout out to him and everything he's about to do and everything we're about to see happen. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan, don't you think, guys? Yeah, definitely. It's amazing, bro. It's amazing what's out there right now. The wrestling scene is hot. But over to... uh, Before we get into the sad news... The scrambling news. (laughs) Before we get into all that stuff... Yo, Vince was reportedly really mad about... All these WWE talents tweeting about Double or Nothing and wishing their so-called friends from the other side success. good luck and success on their show. One of the first pre- one of the first people that tweeted was Big E from New Day, but his tweet was more of like you know indirect, like indirect, you know. But like he was saying like yo, you know, yeah, good luck basically. And then you have Xavier Woods that was just like flat out. Like, he put a picture of him, Kofi, and, and uh, Big E versus, Kenny. versus uh, yeah, versus and the, the elite, Kenny and the Young Bucks when they did a video game challenge. And they're like, yo, good luck, guys. You know, wishing you nothing but the best. You also had Carl Anderson, Sasha Banks, Peyton Royce, who's married to Ty Dillinger, which is 
Homie Spears. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks eat dick eating. Oh, bro, she looking for a deal, man. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Jesus. <laughs> Alright, maybe I should have said Dick Eaton, but she's riding. T- no. <laughs> Can't say that either. <laughs> Can't say that either. Um, nah, she's fucking, you know, she's out here sweating, like, Yo, sweating Listen, cats. bro, she under contract for the next five years. She ain't going nowhere. They gonna make sure she ain't going nowhere, bro. Because she's gonna, all this time that she's. Taken off a camera or off a, off a shows, she still gotta pay it back for it. They're gonna be like, oh wait, hold on, you don't remember those uh, six months after after Mania that you ain't want to be on TV because you was disgruntled. Yeah, we're gonna add that onto your contract. You ain't going nowhere. So it is what it is, right, bro? Hopefully they get her back on TV and doing something good. With her. But paying Royce, you know, I don't think they should be mad with her because her husband was part of the show. Like you know, like come on. You know, sending well wishes to your husband. Like, it shouldn't be nothing, right? Carl Anderson, by the way, has been putting up, you know, all these pictures through yep. Twitter and Instagram. And him and Tom are, are just going back and forth talking on some brother shit. And then he puts a picture with Switchplay. With Jay White, who is the leader of the Bullet Club at the moment. Mm. And he put this out there, this one thing, because a fan, a fan tweeted to him, and he said, say, damn, man, he's like, yo, I hate the way they're using you guys. I just hope you guys don't leave. I hope they do something with you guys, like, pleading to him. And he's like, he's like, babes, breathe easy. Everything is good. Jay White saying, breathe with the switchblade. Like, they're just writing out their contract. They're chilling. They're doing whatever that WWE tells them what to do because their contract is up in September. And they out. They could be out. They want to sign up again, they could be out. What do you think is going to happen going here on out? After AEW, everything is going on right now. Do you think they just let them roam free and just be like, all right, peace. Or the good brothers are going to come back and WWE is going to have something good for them. Cause the way they the way they debuted it was fire. They beat the living shit out of the Usos and they were running rampant with AJ Styles, which was good. Yo, but is AEW gonna turn into like the refuge? Yeah, like how WCW was, where I don't all think these so. old school cats just started popping up. Everybody See, that's started popping. Old school, but this this is like people that are still popping, like people that wrestling fans still want to see perform. You feel what I'm saying? And they always said there was there's a couple of people in WWE that will go for. They're not gonna go for everybody. Would they go for the Good Brothers? Definitely. Would they go for a dude like Shinsuke? Definitely. Maybe Rusev. Who knows? Maybe because they don't have like that international heel. You know what I'm saying? If they're gonna want to write stories and create, you know, characters and stuff like that. But I can't see not too many uh, acts. Being able to transfer over as soon as their contracts are done, I don't see it. The revival maybe because they could they could respark that that whole beef they had off Twitter with the FTR, you know. But what do you guys think? Like, what do you think is going on right now, man? Wait, did the revival sign a 
Odio? No, they didn't sign. They didn't sign anything. They haven't signed anything. Nothing. So they're still nothing. Nothing. Riding out for their contract. They're riding out their contract and seeing what's up. I think that's that'll be the best move. That they go leave. Head out to AEW somewhere. That would be dope. Somewhere that their tactics will actually be appreciated. Yeah, know? that would be dope, and I'll be just giving WWE a favor, bro. Like get these guys out of there. Guys are on payroll that that. I don't know. That's not making a difference. They probably can't make a difference, but like Dean, like Moxie said, the fucking writers are trash. They're trash, bro. And this is what's happening now. He's like, they're trash. It's a revolution. It's a wrestling revolution, out there. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna make WWE change their whole process and the whole way of thinking. Whoa. I don't know. That's about how that. I. That's I how I feel. Pay per view name. Listen. Wrestling revolution. Once. Revolutionary wrestling. Well, they had a revolution. Didn't they have a revolution? Revolutionary wrestling? Oh, yeah. They have a revolution pay per view or some shit like that. They, it I sounds like a fucking or revolutionary warf- warfare. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. But what I think might happen gotcha. as soon as <laughs> as up. soon as that that TV deal kicks in and then they're they're starting up the same time that WWE is starting up with Fox. Fox is gonna put the pressure on them, bro. Pressure. Don't be like, yo, we're giving you a couple billion dollars to put on a show that's going to garner three, three and a half million views. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not going to build that up, and these motherfuckers over here, every time they on TV, they get a couple of a couple of million views just because just of who they are? And y'all supposed to be like these, these hot niggas? Y'all supposed to be number one in the industry? What the fuck is going on? What if something like that happens? You don't think they're going to just come out the gate, do stuff that you said that they should do? Bring back hardcore, bring back all this other shit. Yo, as young, as a young Nubinani. Nubinani. When was the last time somebody bled how? Dustin bled? Yeah. Oof. Last time you saw that much blood? Please... Please don't say Stone Cold. No, 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 no. It definitely wasn't. Because there was matches after that that people were just fucking gushing all over the place. Now, are we talking about WWE? Yeah, WWE. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about WWE. Yeah, it's been a while. It's no, been a we've seen while, recent ones. Years. We've seen Randy yeah. Orton get his shit busted open. Oh, with Brock Lesnar. With Brock Lesnar, like, uh, what was it? About three years ago, right? Three, four years ago? Yeah. Made him leak. At SummerSlam, like he made him leak, and he was just leaking, like, like, like like Dustin leaking, bro. Yeah. Nah, that's even worse than that. Boy. Yeah, I think it was a little worse because it was like. Yeah, that was that on like, purpose? Yeah. Yo, he hit him with an elbow yo, on top of his head. That was on purpose. Oh, so he didn't make. He didn't mean to cut him. No, he, no, nah, he it was meant to. He, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't blade it like uh, Dustin yeah. did. All right, so that was that, that was, was not on purpose. No, no, nah, nah, that was on purpose. That's different. Brock Lesnar was mad because Where he Chris, felt like he was getting. He, yeah, Chris he felt like he was getting played. And it, and it got to the point Chris Jericho got mad and fucking went up to Brock Lesnar to try to fight him in the backstage, bro. Why? Because he's like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, yo, you, that elbow shot wasn't part of the whole fucking, yo. the whole plan, bro. Yo, newbie. Google that shit afterwards. He said, yo, newbie. <laughs> yo, YouTube that clip and watch it. This shit's fucking crazy. My point is, it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't a part of the story. No, it was like it, 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 it kind of was part of the story they say. Bro, you just. But he just took it like. I just told you it was on purpose that it wasn't a part of the story. 
that's that's how I felt going in. That was right. It, it was not a part of the story. All right, that's what I'm saying. So when was the last time somebody bled as a part of the story? I don't know. You can't even count fucking Laura Sullivan when he got <laughs> had that fucking little no. bullshit. No. But then, then then you have like matches like the match with uh it wasn't a part of the story like you said. Well, anyway, point my point of bringing that up was it just seems like that aspect even though it was just fucking Dustin Rhodes <laughs> but just seeing him bloody in the ring like that, seeing them go back to back doing their finishing moves and going 1 2 and almost 3 count like constantly going constantly almost having a three count that's what wrestling was missing bro that aspect of it like this nigga this nigga Dustin Rowe pulled down Cody's pants started fucking spanking his ass with the fucking with his fucking um Oh, with, with, the, with his with fucking workout belt. belt. Yeah, 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 that's fucking funny. Like, yeah, that, that, that shit. Was, that was funny because you know he was spanking his little brother. Yeah, yeah, but shit like that. that, I don't think they would do that in WWE, bro. It's shit like that just takes me back to like, you know what I'm saying? No, definitely, man. I mean, you know what's funny is that like when two counts like that happen on WWE shows, people people go crazy because like, yo, how are you not protecting the finish? Like, not that the finish, but, like, the finishing move. You're not protecting it. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people kick out of finishers now. And I feel like with wrestling now, they should protect certain finishes. At least the finishers are the champions. They should protect that shit. Like, the champion shouldn't have to go through his finisher three, four times in order to close out a match. If you're not, if it's not, like, fucking... uh, Let's say this, like Seth versus Brock. Like, Brock shouldn't have to go through 22 F5s in order to put him away. Brock? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Brock, that's what I meant to say. But Seth, on that hand, if he does like two or three curb stops in order to put him away, it seems legitimate because he's a beast. But just him, let's say, for an example, him versus Johnny Gargano, and Gargano kicks out of one curb stomp. Like, really, dude? The man is five foot nine, one hundred eighty pounds. Is gonna kick out of a curb stop from this cat, like. So then, what's the move then? Word. What the fuck does it mean? That's like kicking out of fucking. What's his th- ah? Yeah, what? Stone Cold Son? It's like facing Bison at the end, bro. Like you're not gonna beat him. You gotta go all the way with that yes. guy. Like, you think you beat him? No, he got extra fucking energy coming out. Like those type of. Guys, like that's a different. Word. Rock has to go through that shit to get pinned. Rock gives you unless he's fighting the Undertaker when he, when he f fight the Undertaker like three times in a row to beat him, right? Yeah, but see that's liable right there. Cause yeah, the Undertaker's exactly. a dead man. He can't. Yeah. You know he can't go through it like yo. He can't just go down to one f five. Word. You know just keep the fans invested. That's what they did. They kept the fans invested in that match. Word. So what, you know what, you, I'm saying? what do you think? Uh, where do you think uh, they're gonna go with Brock? I think with Brock, back to the top. They're gonna go back to the top, but it's not gonna be now, because after what he did on Raw, smacking Heyman with the papers, telling Heyman, "Wait, hold on, I got a year. I don't gotta cash it in now." And then smacked him up with the papers like yo what the hell I think he just said that bro I think he's just like oh I got a year and then like on a week or two 
He's gonna cash that shit. But in. that that's the that's the whole plot. What's the next pay per view? Oh, uh, the big one is uh, the the one in the one in Saudi Arabia, and then they have another one after that. Uh, uh, what's it called? SummerSlam. Nah, they they changed the name of it because. But they were supposed to have. They it was like a in your house. Wasn't it supposed to be basically? Backlash? That's what it is. It's, it was supposed to be backlash. Backlash is like an in your house. Backlash isn't in your house. In your house backlash. So they have another pay per view. Just forgot the name of the dumb shit. Let me get it real quick. Real quick. Stomping ground. All this would be boom right there. There you go. He's not a newbie after all. Where'd that come from? <laughs> Respect the young Nubinati. <laughs> but um yeah man so they have that and I, I don't know if it's big like if you want to talk about big pay-per-view SummerSlam that's the next big joint well, I, I I could see Brock just fucking around with the briefcase until SummerSlam wow that's a long time I could see Brock it's not, it's, to be honest it's not a long time it's two months what do you what do you no, see three months if anything like two two and a half three months what do you see uh who do you see Kofi's opponent at that time? Kofi's opponent at that time? They got to build somebody. Because right now, besides Kevin Owens, uh, Daniel Bryan, <clears throat> maybe Randy Orton just because of the name. Yo, I keep seeing them bring... Forget about Roman Reigns. I keep seeing I them... I, I think Roman Reigns is going to work his way there. Yo, listen. I keep seeing... I told you that. I keep seeing... Kofi and Seth Rollins together. As a tag team? No. I just... Like, every fucking Raw... Oh, yeah. That these, shit is fucking They're annoying. cutting promos together. They're fucking it, tagging it, together. They're doing something together. It, it's getting annoying. Like, I, I think, the beginning was okay because it was different, but it's annoying now. I think, I think it's getting to the point where eventually they're going to start beefing. I think that's his next feud. That'll be dope. So, title for title match? And they unify the title? Yeah, and Brock comes out, and, and I think Brock, the person Brock is gonna, Brock, Boom. yeah, Brock is gonna, Brock is probably gonna continue to Tough fucking have tonight. beef with both of them, cut promos with both of them, but I think that's what, cause I, yo, bro, this two, this two heavyweight championship shit is trash. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. It's trash. So, let's say if they don't have two top belts, right? And they have one top belt. Do they come out with another secondary belt? Or they just leave it the way it is? Because after that top belt, let's say if it's just one, they only have the United States and Intercontinental. And that glorious 24-7 belt. That, that's, that's for the lower tier. The 199 crowd. The 199. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to definitely shift the... The paradigm of that of that whole locker room, bro. Because to be honest, 20, 20 years back, they didn't have as many wrestlers as they had now. Now they got too of many. Of course, wrestlers. it was because of the competition, because it was like half on one brand, half on the other. But now they have some. Uh, I was reading it. They have, I think it's like a hundred and eight acts on the main, on the main roster between. SmackDown and the and our Raw. And back in the day when they, where they had only about fifty to sixty. So they basically have two brands of, of main main roster acts. Do they have having a title for each show? If they were gonna keep it separate, it would have been good. But now everything's Don McLeod, you know, everything is all mixed up together. 
you don't know what's what, like you were saying. I, like I said also, I feel that the WWE title, like, itself should be the highest title. Like, to me, that universal shit is just, like, the one beat. And who has the universal? Um, Seth Rollins? Seth Rollins. Yeah, I don't... They even look the same. Am I bugging? No, you're not bugging. It's just a different strap. Different color strap. If they look different, would have been different story. Like, back in the day, WCW had the WCW World Heavyweight Championship and then had the WCW International Championship. International Heavyweight Championship, which was the big gold belt. Remember the, the Ron Simmons joint? That was the world title. The one that uh, Chris Jericho <coughs> unified when he won. Yeah, yeah, he had the big gold belt. That was known first at WCW as the International Heavyweight Championship. By the way, Rick would be Rick Flair for that, which is dope. That's really dope. I actually got to be a world champ. <clears throat> but yeah. I don't know. I think they have the amount of wrestlers that they have because Vince is just trying to fucking feed his network. Monopolize the business. But at the end of the day, like having having those titles and that's it. Have one heavyweight champion, bro. One representative yeah. of your company. Because even though it's two brands, DK, yeah. it's fucking WWE. <clears throat> and when your champion represents your company, how many fucking people are they going to name? You know, who's the fucking head of your brand? They're going to say, oh, yo, it's Kofi and it's Rollins. Like, exactly. That shit doesn't make sense. So they need to just get rid of that shit already. Especially now with AEW. Like, come on, bro. What are we doing? It's crazy, man. So, what What can we go through right now? Let's see. As we were talking about tag teams, what about the tag team division on SmackDown? That shit looking weak. How about how SmackDown is kind of looking weak in general, also? It's not balanced with the heels and the... I mean, Daniel Bryan said it's as best as if it was right now. What did he say? That right now the tag team division on SmackDown yeah. is the best that ever. With him as a been. champion? Yeah. With him as champion because they're all the only viable actually to said. hold that belt. Yeah. Like who else? Is it? They came. Yo, heavy, heavy machinery came out. And I don't mind the team, whatever. They seem to be, you know, I guess entertaining for the crowd. But the motherfuckers haven't been on TV in like a month. They come out of nowhere, no fighting, and they come out of nowhere asking for a, a title shot. A title shot? Like, what have you done to prove so? Shit don't, like Dean Ambrose says, shit don't make sense. Motherfuckers just throwing shit out there, seeing what sticks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, that's just, that's just weird to me, bro. With some of the talent they had, they have there that they could just already had on SmackDown and they just playing themselves, bro. For real. Instead of that goofy 24-7 title, you should have brought back the... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Not should have brought back, but you should have created that the six-man um, tag team champion belt. Six-man? Yo, that would, that would cancel out one of the tag belts, which was great. Mm. It'll be a different type of tag team division. That would be good. Run through both fucking... Both fucking uh, you will have brands. That would be awesome. Yeah, you will have more people, more, yeah. more people, you know, 
on TV. More factions, like you just said. Like, who the fuck is writing this? Like, John Moxley said, bro, like, you should get fired. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> ashamed, bro. Definitely should be ashamed. Because the shit that we're seeing right now, bro, it's just, it's hard to watch. Like, I thought I was bugging out watching Raw. Like, literally just bugging out. Like, what am I watching? Shit look like a fucking mess, bro. Like a tsunami just hit. Like, I went to an improv center. Everybody was yeah. improv to be a fan in a wrestling. Like, that shit look crazy, bro. Wake up call. Saying the first hour, think about it. First hour of Raw, we had nothing. Nothing on. Like, we didn't even get a, a real match until when? Until when? It was like 52, 54 minutes into Come the on. show. Yeah, and I get it. We had uh, uh, Kofi and Ziggler going at it and stuff. It's building up for the Super Showdown. But you, they could have done better with that. They really could have done better. There's too much going on. It was, it was a lot of... A lot of uh, a lot of flair, but nothing behind it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I wonder if uh, during the promo with Seth Rollins and Kofi and um, and this fuck boy, what's his name? Ziggler. No. Oh. Brock. Brock. Um, I wonder if when Rollins walked off. Yeah. If that was like scripted or some shit, because it made no sense. It made no sense. It confused ring. everybody in the ring. And then literally they cut the promo, they finished it, and then they after commercial, something happened, whatever. Rollins comes back to the ring by himself, and then here comes Brock again, and then they cut the promos when it's like, what the fuck is going on with the show? Like this shit is just. And then when this dude said fucking AEW, like ask me about AEW. Yeah, made up. Like weird expression on it's face. It's like, yo, do these guys have you that fucking like shook that you guys are that backstage funny. being fucking like who's running this shit? Like Shay says, who's writing this shit? Yeah, who, <laughs> who 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 thought up that segment, the electric chair? We're never gonna see that segment no, again. Never. Were they only never. did they only use that segment to shout right. out AEW? Yo, like, the A the AEW um, reference from Zami. Yeah. You think that was scripted or no? Right now they're saying that Vince is fucking heated. They even said that that wasn't that really wasn't scripted. And then other people are saying that it was scripted. Us as fans, we're never really gonna no, no, know. No. We're just gonna assume that was we're not scripted. Yeah, that was like, super ah, corny. Nah, that's, yeah, like oh nah nah that shit was not scripted, bro. What was the point of that? That shit was not scripted. Because that's that's right. he's more of a um, how you call him. Uh, like a CM Punk type voice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a word for it. Um, controversial. Yeah. So you think Russell you could like, picture so Vince been, like, hey, yeah, yeah, say A W. Nah, I don't think so. No, say it. Yo, CM Punk did. Say it. Did worse. When he did that pipe bomb shit. Yeah. He mentioned like wrestlers and where it's supposed to be mentioned. He mentioned an ROH. Yeah. yeah. All that shit wasn't supposed to be mentioned. And was that scripted? Supposedly it was not scripted. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but the questions yeah, so that the fans were given were, so they were screened. Yo, the fans so. were like, what? Yo, this thing is they were. Yeah. Those questions were screened. Yeah. yeah. So why screen the fans' questions 
and be surprised if you fi- if you're because they probably just did that shit on the fly, like the questions wise. Uh-huh. They probably didn't have those questions like they probably looked through the questions and pick out which ones they're gonna do. So he was kind of weird with it, like what? The fans were probably like, "Yo, I want to ask him this," and they were like, "All right, that's nope. a cool question." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was that was a wasted segment though. Yeah. A lot of it was wasted time. Thanks. Hey, thanks for SmackDown. SmackDown was at least decent. Well, then we get Cesaro and Ricochet on Raw. Yeah, Cesaro and Ricochet on Raw was fire. That yes. was a one match. That was a fire match. One match we got that was... Salute to them to keep on going, bro. Come on, man. Yeah, they got the talent. They're just... Jeez. Fire. Before the entertainment, it's wrestling. That's, on you. That's in their name. WWE. <laughs> Yo, but how about Andrade out here speaking in English, bro? I like how he mixes it up. Dude, he's been learning English pretty quickly. Come himself a nice little promo. Let Finn Balor know that you know he ain't shit. Charlotte Finn Balor versus uh, Mr. Andrade. Charlotte's been uh, Charlotte's been teaching him. Word, right? Some ingles in barreras. Word. Ingles, you know, ingles in barreras. There we go. <laughs> Holy shit. So uh, that, I'm hyped to see that match. Oh, hell yeah. And Dryden versus Finn is going to be dope. Oh. Oh, Dryden's win. I mean, let's see what happens, man. I'll be yeah, nice we'll Dryden with the singles title, but maybe it's too soon for Balor. Fellas? I think we good. We're great. Yeah, we're always great. I'm saying, you know, we're gonna end the show off like that. <laughs> Yo, AEW, they done started something. <clears throat> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. How long? How long is the TV show gonna be? I don't know. Could be like a two-hour show. Could be a three-hour show, but I say two hours. I say better. one or two hours, easy yeah. tops. If they got the one-hour show. <laughs> but if they got a two hour show they got the two hour show doing six million views let's see let's see how the first two Yo, weeks go Fox for them gonna be tight oh, you're gonna mention the tsunami Tommy say it right dog 800,000 views Yo, listen I just said that because that's gonna be more than what these niggas got bro shout out Max B doing like those <laughs> six and seven number ratings bro who AEW, they do shit like that, or even do like four, because Fox is asking WWE for three, for threes. If they do four million views, bro, if their show is fire, everybody's gonna find out about. They're getting four views over here. Like if it is about to go crazy. If the show is trash, then you know it's gonna be like, oh, you know, we're working on it, whatever, but. But if it's fly out the gate, oh man, they're gonna blow up. Hell yeah, man! Cause Wait. that that word is gonna spread. Right, that shit gonna spread. That shit gonna spread right. Hold on, real quick. What what did you guys think of uh, when the lights went out, and then when the lights went back on, it was the uh, Super Smash Brothers. That's their name. Yeah, with all the minions. Around. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. What'd you think of them? Yeah, that was dope. That was yeah, dope. I thought it was alright. I thought that was dope. That was alright. 
I like them with all their minions and shit. That's gonna be fire. Yo, this motherfucker's got minions. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. But that's today's show. And this is episode <laughs> 56 of the 20 by 20 podcast. Fellas, what are we gonna leave off with? Anybody got a track real quick? Uh, let me see what's in my Apple. Wait, did we play that Nipsey Hustle DJ Khaled joint? Let's play that. Alright. Word up. R.I.P. Nipsey Hustle. Sounds good. Alright. R.I.P. Nipsey. Hi, everybody. We are your hosts, Nate the McFly. With Mr. Shice. With Drew. And R.P. Dangerously. (laughs) (laughs) And we out. Peace. We the best music!